Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about things that back in the day would have been totally normal. If we saw something, curiosity would win and we would be fine. Um, it wouldn't have been anything super scary or nothing suspicious. It was just ooh, an adventure. And now we are so much more cautious. Producer Mike, is there anything that used to be just a normal thing you would do and now you give it a second thought? Yeah, before the advent of caller ID, mm-hmm. you'd just answer the phone, right? That's so true. And whoever was calling would get you, even if it was the wrong number, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you'd talk to somebody. Now you see a number that isn't in your contacts list. It's just a string of digits. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll let voicemail get that one. Yeah. I also really like now that phones say, likely spam. That is so handy. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine though each time there's one person who's actually on the other line trying yes, to get through. Yeah. <laughs> They've been pegged as likely fraud. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Likely spam, likely fraud. I have a friend who uses um, no caller ID because of his profession mm-hmm. and I always hesitate. I'm like, is that? No. See, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> no. I can always hang up. Yeah, he, he probably leaves a lot of voicemails. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> Oh, man, but it's so true. And for me, uh, text messages or emails used to be no big deal. And you would text things like BRB or, uh, you know, just simple little text messages. It was fine. It wasn't our main form of communication. Now I get these messages that seem completely legit and I'm not responding. I don't know if there are actual people trying to reach out to me. There's no name, no caller ID. Um, I'm not alone on this one, which is a great. Lisa texted in 905-338-1250. Thank you for including your name. So I knew it was you and <laughs> not just somebody else uh, saying, yeah, text messages. I have to make sure that they are legit. I get so many text messages from the bank, also from family that sometimes I'm not sure which is going to be spam and which is legit. And I totally get that. I mean, the banks with their two, three, 10 step authentication, which I appreciate. Sometimes it seems a little suspicious. Why are you sending me a text message, bank? Why don't you just call me? But then they do. And it's like a 1-800 number and I don't answer. (laughs) Oh man, we've become quite suspicious in our old age, haven't we? I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about career changes that seem to be like a a 180 or 90 degree angle away from what they were doing. And so I've already gotten a few text messages in today at 905-338-1250. Florence, she went from being a teacher, uh, went back to school and ended up becoming a social worker. So yeah, uh, definitely a bit of a shift there. Florence, thank you for sharing your story today. Producer Mike, you always have a story up your sleeve. What do you got? I got some. I was actually talking about my friend Colin on the show yesterday. Yeah. Uh, He made the transition from police services is what he was studying. Yeah. Um, and he just got right out of it and went into carpentry. Interesting. He's, he's building houses now. He's moved out to Nova Scotia and started a new career, new life out there. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. and it's going really well, too. He loves it. So. Aw, see, that's the thing, is when you can realize that maybe this isn't for you and you can shift gears and find something that is fulfilling and you feel like you're living in the sweet spot, as they say. Yeah, and something you want to go back to school for, something you want to put your energy into, you know? Yeah. That's really important to have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was trying to think, like, if I could do a a career shift, what would I do? Yeah, nothing. 
Like if I, <laughs> I can't think of anything right now. Maybe law. Law has always been of interest to me. Maybe I would do that. Or archaeology. But then to go to school and do you really get paid a lot <laughs> when you're doing archaeology? Well, you've mentioned archaeology a few times on the show. I think that'd be something up your alley. I could be a historian. Be a modern day Indiana Jones. Yes. Make movies. Look at that. <gasps> okay, now I'm an actress. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this is how our conversations go. Producer Mike, thank you very much. Uh, don't go into career counseling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you did a drastic career change, please uh, let me know. I'm curious to see and hear your stories of bravery because, let's face it, making a big change can be a challenge, and it can really make you rethink, where am I going? Who who do I want to be when I grow up? So thank you guys for sharing your stories with us. 905-338-1250. Thank you so much for joining us here on Good Company, whether it be streaming online at joyradio.ca, your smart speaker or smartphone using the MyJoyRadio app. It is so fun hanging out with you and seeing your comments about self-checkouts. It looks like a lot of you just weren't fans of them to start with. I uh, got a message here from John. He says, I always go to the cashier. I do not go to self-checkout. I did not get paid or get trained to use them. Right? I feel that. Although I do use the self-checkout, especially with the kids, if it's just like one or two items, just to get in and out. Uh, Producer Mike, putting you on the spot here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a young guy. You like technology. Yeah, I can't lie. I use the self-checkout. Yeah. Um, I used to be a cashier when I was a teenager. Yeah. So it's not that difficult for me. See, but you've already been trained. Yeah, I already, I still remember the code for bananas. (laughs) Go ahead, check a banana right now. It's going to be 4011. Oh, my goodness. Um, You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Red bell pepper, I think, is 4688. So, anyways, uh, I don't I don't need the cashier. I, I'm good with the self-checkout. Yeah. I know how to do it. I know how to bag my own groceries. Yeah. And I like to keep the headphones in. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know. That's just, uh, I go grocery shopping after work. That's my time. And mm-hmm. if I don't have to interact with anybody. You're good with that. Yeah. I know. I, I don't want to f- seem selfish about it, but... Yeah. I'm just there for my groceries. That's it. Not yeah. a conversation. Just no. to get her done and to get home. That's right. And you have to endure, I'm going to say endure, a lot of conversation here with me every oh, day. So. Don't make it sound like that. <laughs> I don't endure anything. It's a pleasure. I just run out of energy by the end of the day. <laughs> when your producer is an introvert and you are extroverted. <laughs> See, what happens is I suck your energy as an extrovert. And then you're just left with nothing. As long as it all balances out. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll get you coffee. It's a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Self-checkout versus going through the cashier. Uh, a lot of people saying, prefer the cashier. Like the conversation. A message here from Mary. She says, it's my daily dose of conversation. Yeah. I mean, there's even checkouts that are now designed just to be slower so that you can go through the fast checkout or a checkout where um, they are purposely engaging in conversation to help those who maybe that is their only outing for the day or for the week in some cases, depending on how much you're going to buy. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Feel free to text in. Checkouts? Yes? No? Um, self-checkouts? Yes? No? What's your preference? 905-338-1250. Whether you're joining us through the internet, on our website at joyradio.ca, through a smart speaker, or through your app, the MyJoyRadio app. Thank you so much. It's always great to hear from you, to hear about those suspicious things in your life that maybe weren't suspicious before. And of course, with new technology, with AI, that thing called chat, GPT, I mean, 
what is real, what isn't real. And in France, they have their men's national football team or soccer team. And they did this really incredible uh, video. Uh, it was a company and this company said, hey, we support this team. We're one of their sponsors. And so they were highlighting the men. Or were they? Dun, dun, dun. So an incredible ad campaign because you watch it and you get hyped up. And then it pauses. It rewinds itself. And then they digitally remove the male players and reveal the actual footage of the game. And it was all women athletes. It was amazing to see how they use technology to draw to light how the men's teams and the women's teams are often treated quite differently. And so because it's French, you know, the team's the blues. So it just kind of like pushed apart the S from the rest of blue, added the E to make it the feminine version and said, yeah, we support the women's team too. They're just as incredible. And I didn't know whether to be impressed or afraid (laughs) that they could literally change all that footage and make it look like it was the men's team, but it was actually the women. But it got me really excited, and so I'm going to be watching more uh, FIFA World Cup action, even though Team Canada is unfortunately out. Maybe I should be cheering for France. Whether using a smart speaker, a smartphone, your computer, or the radio, thank you so much for joining us here on Good Company. I'm Holly Taylor, and this was actually uh, kind of an interesting story. I've heard of endangered species, but have you ever heard of heritage danger sites? Never heard of it before, but it kind of makes sense. Um, So in Venice, they've had so many high tides and floods coming in as of late. It's kind of really a sinking city in a lot of ways just because of where it's situated. And so Venice is actually on the heritage danger list as different places in the world that are in danger of losing some of their heritage because of floods or uh, environmental changes or, I mean, you think of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, it could have actually just fallen over. Uh, So just not standing the test of time. And so in Venice, they had this beautiful cathedral and because of how heavy the books were, they had to put them on the basement level. Well, the basement level, as you know, floods, especially in an area like Venice. So uh, they had priceless books, different scores of music. And so they've had to dry them out because they did get flooded. They are going to freeze them. And that's a way of preserving them so they don't deteriorate further. And then once they can do the restoration to these different facilities, they'll bring them back. But kind of an interesting thought. I mean, I thought of the fires in Alexandria in uh, Egypt where a lot of the writings or the things that Cleopatra discovered were ruined, um, never to be returned again. It was on parchment, fire, gone. Well, to this very day, we are losing history just because of the environment, because they're getting old. So there is an actual heritage danger list, which... As we talked about earlier, archaeology. I want to find this list because I kind of want to go check out all the places on it. That'd be pretty cool.